0: Hello friends, Denny Pruto here, back again with another lesson on my approach to sermon preparation. In this lesson, since we've already talked about uh, dealing with details of the sermon, I'm giving you a little example of dealing with details in a sermon on Psalm 110, and uh, the details of the first phase of uh, my sermon on Psalm 110. 110. Uh, the details of the sermon are explanation, illustration, application, transition, and I'm, uh, remember I'm utilizing a sequential outline so that in each phase of my outline I have between four and five minutes in a 30-minute sermon. And this particular sermon on Psalm 110, uh, you can watch on uh, another YouTube video. Uh, At any rate, uh, in Psalm 110, I give my outline and then transition into uh, this first point. The Father appointed Jesus Christ as a king, and I direct the attention of the congregation to verse 1. And then I proceed to give some explanation, do a little illustration, apply the text, and transition to the next piece of my sermon. In my introduction, we'll cover introductions later, uh, in my introduction I always close the introduction with a statement of my homiletical point. And in this case, the homiletical point, you may remember, is freely serve Jesus Christ, your priest and king. And so, at the end of my introduction, I say to the congregation, this is the point I want you to get in the sermon for today. Freely serve Jesus Christ, your priest and king. And now, the first thing we see as we look at the text is that God the Father appoints Jesus Christ as a great king. Jesus Christ is appointed as your king by God the Father. Look at verse 1. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my footstool until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Now this text has to do specifically with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Peter uh, tells us this is the case in the second chapter of Acts when he uh, speaks about uh, David and quotes uh, this verse uh, from Psalm uh, chapter uh, 110 and verse 1. He quotes, Peter quotes this verse. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And the Apostle Peter then says to the congregation, Look, God has made uh, Jesus, in accordance with this text, both Lord and Christ. In other words, Jesus Christ is the Lord that... Uh, David speaks about in this text. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. And Jesus Christ himself quotes uh, Psalm 110 and verse 1 in uh, Matthew 22 uh, as he's on the way uh, to his crucifixion. And he challenges uh, the Jewish leaders and he asks them uh, this question. uh, who is the Christ? Whose son is he? And the answer that uh, Jesus has given is that he is David's son. And then uh, Jesus uh, counters the scribes and the Pharisees and the Jewish teachers uh, by saying, How is it that David then calls him Lord? Uh, in the psalm, uh, when he says, The Lord Has uh, uh, said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make uh, your enemies a footstool for your feet. There is no doubt that Psalm 110, verse 1, has to do with God the Father appointing his Son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord. Think about the disciples now. Uh, when they saw Jesus Christ ascend into heaven. Picture this scene uh, in your own minds. That's recorded in the first chapter of Acts, when the disciples see the Lord Jesus uh, ascending bodily into heaven uh, and taken up in the clouds. And an angel comes and says to the disciples, Why are you looking this way into heaven? And of course, uh, the whole picture is, the whole picture is that picture which was given by uh, the prophet Daniel, uh, by God to the prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 7, where the Son of Man is taken up in the clouds uh, to the ancient of days to god the father and this perfectly illustrates the point that jesus christ was made your king by god the father and since this is the case friends since this is the case you and i must bow before jesus christ as lord Paul says in Romans 10 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. The path to salvation is to recognize the resurrection of Jesus Christ, believe it keenly in your heart, and let your heart speak through your mouth, and confess Jesus as Lord. And so, friends, confess this Jesus as your Lord, since God the Father has made him your Lord. But this is not all. God, through Jesus Christ, accomplishes all of the purposes that he has for his Son, Jesus Christ. And so uh, that transition uh, completes my exposition, illustration, application, and transition into the next point of my sermon. The first point being the Father appointed Jesus Christ as a king. Look at verse 1. There's explanation. I look at Acts chapter 2 and at Matthew chapter 22 to verify that uh, God the Father appointed Jesus Christ as a king. This text does apply to Jesus Christ. I illustrate this by calling you to think through and think in your own minds about the picture in Acts chapter 1 of Jesus Christ ascending into heaven. And then I make application by calling you in the congregation to look to Jesus Christ as your Lord. And then I transition to the next point of the sermon. And so I've taken up about four minutes, maybe five minutes, in going through this particular move. And I go on to the next phase of my sermon. Each move each point of the sermon each section of the sermon contains a little applic explanation a little illustration some application and transition exposition of a text involves the explanation of a text and the application of a text and part of the idea of the application of the text in each piece of the sermon is to bring people back into the sermon. As you're preaching you may notice that people may fade out on you and uh, this uh, piece of application brings them back and the transition to the next phase of the sermon also brings them back. And notice something else that each piece of the sermon guides the congregation to the next piece of the sermon and the details that i've accumulated in my study are selected in order to lead the congregation into the point that i'm making in the overall exposition of the text so this is just a simple application or a simple illustration I should say of how to deal with the details in a sequential outline. Look at my previous uh, lessons to get a grip on, uh, to get an idea of, to get a better idea of the sequential outline and how the details then utilizing the last lesson and this lesson are fit into the sequential outline. More on this to come. Thanks for listening.